Starch protest has kicked off in full force on the weekend. Today, Monday morning, is back with a persistence never seen before in this generation. This is after the announcement made by the IGP on Sunday, dissolving SARS. Nigerians are not convinced. Meanwhile, many peaceful protesters have been injured, killed and beaten by the police, even after the announcement was made. SARS was initially set up for the protection and fight against crimes such as robbery, kidnapping, amongst others, for the betterment of the society. Since 1992, its birth was brought about by the brutality of the police force that ended the life of a soldier on transit. After the dispute between police and army, SARS was officially inaugurated. This soon got out of hand years after, and the restructuring was done that divided the unit into two sections, the Investigative Intelligence Unit and the Field Operators. This became the trend for the unit and the government. The government restructuring, reforming, disbanding, banned over the years this unit that made the dissolution of them as announced yesterday by the IGP of police has little or no relevance to Nigerians today. They need more than audio announcement. This morning, the Minister of Police Affairs tweeted on his Twitter account saying, I urge Nigerians to see the disbandment of SARS as government's commitment to deepening the relationship between Nigerians and the police. For better service delivery, let's continue to work together to secure our communities. This sparked a revolt that is making him trend this morning on Twitter. Nigerians aired their minds and let's hear what he has to say. A Nigerian says, as a Minister of Police Affairs, can you please explain in clear terms what this means? Just because you will not pay attention to details. Let me draw your attention to the date the tweets were sent out. Now slowly think about it and then tell us what you think. A Nigerian called Blessing says, so there is reorganization over whole, disbandment and dissolve. Which one are we disguising with next year? Or is 2020 the final one? Another Nigerian said, I had no idea we had a Minister of Police Affairs. Let's go over to Nigerian news and hear what they have to say about this NSAS protest. We'll be right back on Nigeria Jalas Podcast. Ambassador Samuel Clement Jr., I'm CEO of an entrepreneur. I think, first of all, they are very slow to this act. Um, when you have leaders that don't act quick, the people suffer. I believe in um, transparency. I believe in accountability. If you want to serve the people, you should be ready to serve. Yeah. So if we're having um, our parents that are there and they don't know what to tell us as their own children or as youth at this point, or even our fathers fighting their own foundation, their own children, people that's going to raise them when they are going to, when they are old, I sorry to say, I see no future in Nigeria for now because our unborn progeny. We hear a lot of stories that will be so bitter. But that is not what I wish for my unborn progeny. So what I'm trying to say now is they should act fast, as fast as they can, because we are heading for doom, because the youth are the future. They are the present leaders of now, no longer tomorrow. But on those days, when we were kids, our parents were telling us, um, the future is for the youth. No, they are taking the bull by the horn already. It's a sound of revolution that is taking place already. We're starting up in Nigeria. So if I were to be leading or we have leaders that are capable to do this thing, they should just do the right thing and end sad. Okay, uh I personally I'm glad I'm glad that all of this is happening. Because change must come. 
I've had my own share of seeing these people in action. It wasn't me directly, but it was a thing that I witnessed and it shook me. So I can only imagine what, you know, young people are going through. I've heard harrowing stories of people's experiences. I have seen videos that have sent shivers down my spine. I have young brothers, so, you know, this this hits home for me. So I'm glad with what is going on. Um, personally, I hope it's not just going to be a protest. I want to see decisive action being taken. I want to see decisive action being taken. Is there any hope that the federal government would take decisive actions that will bring the benefit of the masses? Honestly speaking, I can't hold grief for the federal government, but I am hopeful. I am hopeful. I have seen that this has begun to have um, international news coverage. I have seen CNN, BBC, Al Jazeera pick up the stories. I've seen that it's you know, it's the, the hashtag NSAS has trended on Twitter worldwide, not just Twitter in Gmail. And I'm hopeful that the international community would begin to put pressure on the government. So it's not just something that would, you know, stay home, but something that they would know that they really have to attend to and take decisive action about once and for all. There have been several protests of heroes in the past you know, about this particular group of people. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. They should actually end SARS, like, completely. Even though I know that when they shut down the particular uh, office now, that is that special anti-robbery squad, which is SARS, I mean, the officers are probably going to be moved into other departments, like anti-kidnapping, anti-cortism and the like. So these are going to be rogues who are going to be leaving one office to another office. They are still going to be, uh, there is this possibility that they are going to be carrying out these atrocities under the guise of another department, yeah? But yeah. the whole idea of SARS in the first place should be disbanded because if, if at all the rogue officer was removed from SARS out to anti-kidnapping, for example, I know that the police officer cannot tell me that, okay, because I'm wearing dreadlocks or because I'm using an iPhone, I'm a kidnapper, as against what... Uh, a, a, a potential cyber uh, fraud person. It's been a long time coming for a movement like this by Nigerian youth to actually uh, talk about the brutality of the Nigerian police, especially the SARS and all that that's going uh, I think a oh, very wonderful movement. I think it's uh, the right direction and I fully do endorse the support. I, I live in the city some sense and, uh, and the that's really your thing everybody is into, it's not sure. And so, uh, even before it became this grown women, back in 2011, uh, I was praying for uh, my exams to leave them and other senior cars I was arrested and my friend uh, at around 7 o'clock in the evening, and we were called kidnappers at that time. That they gave us a list they, um, to write our names. Just wrote kidnappers, kidnapping suspects and stuff like you have to pay yourself for 5000 or some person, wow. 10000 or 20000 uh, like that. My younger brother has been arrested on his way home from work. My elder brother, I've had personal encounters with them. I've had to have been slapped numerous times. So it's really a personal um, experience and deeply personal when I say that the church should actually be disbanded 
as a student seat council number of times. The truth is, we, we decided these things before. We decided reforms for a long time. We said they told us this same thing using different English and tactics. It's just trying to beat around the bush or trying to buy time and get all the streets and so they continue um, with their usual um, brutality as normal. I don't think the government is ready to actually do what the youth want. I don't think they, they plan to listen at all. They actually plan to listen. But such about the disbanded long time ago, even before it became this this problem. And then the holistic reform that they are talking about or the plan to take would come up. But that is like the face of of the evil mechanism of the entire police force and disbanding it as it as it's being called by the Nigerian it's just the little thing the government can do to show that they actually they actually care um, have concerns for, for Nigerians. Just open, listen to the people. You just start to listen and if you do banter and other categories, yeah, because they're almost all the same, they, they are around citizens everywhere. And mind the language you use as well. You cannot just treat that they are few bad heads in Nigerian police or some will actually know that they are just few good heads in Nigerian police. And then do a, a proper reform of the Nigerian police. The Nigerian police is filled with illiterate and greedy people who are just who just join the police force because they don't it's like um, people who have lost open featuring jobs and this is the only open getting jobs. And then proper remuneration. I think mostly the police is actually underfunded and they are not their payers is as low as that. And so their next target is the Nigerian people. But be that as it may, the president should listen to the Nigerian or Nigerian police people and actually ban that. I could not know that is a story that every every young Nigerian living in Nigeria has experienced. If you haven't experienced it, you must have had someone that's experienced it. A sad brutality, they are all manner of atrocities, walking around without uniforms, with guns, harassing you, checking your mobile phone, go through your WhatsApp messages, your email, your Bitcoin wallet and all that killing. We have to use stories of killing young Nigerians just because they look like how they look somehow or they carry a certain mobile phone or they drive a certain car. You know, so we've we've all had this story. That's why this so sad process hits differently from every other process that we try to have in Nigeria. And that's because everyone everyone can relate to this story. The other day, just the other day, I was watching the news and I saw on Twitter, I saw, I saw a, a martial man. That man should be in his late 50s or early 60s crying because he lost his son in Port to police brutality. Wow. Living in Bonus State for over 12 years. He left because of Boko Haram. Boko Haram didn't kill his son, only to come back home to Port And then one of the first people killed the son because they were arguing by a mobile phone. So, you know, you know, the Bible that says that when you push a man, and you push a man so much, if he gets to the war, he has no other place to go to, he will retaliate. Yeah. And that's what young Nigerians are experiencing right now. We've been pushed to the war for so long a time, and now we are demanding that this must come to an end. And that's, we don't have any other choice. We don't have any other place to go to. I have many friends that have left the country because of this. A tech developer, most times when I'm closing from work and I have my laptop with me, I have to give it to a female to hold it just because I'm scared of SARS or whatever, not harassing me because I'm holding a laptop. You know, so wow. that's the that we are, that, that everyone is experiencing. Everyone has a single story to tell about SARS, and we don't have any other choice with that.
to do this right now. This is what we want. This is how we want it. The government must listen to us. They must end this. The whole Nigeria, after ending, not just we don't, we don't just want them to end that. The whole police as an institution, as an institution, needs to be reformed. We need to have better-minded police officers. Not this, not this, not this system that we are operating on right now. And that's what that's what we are demanding that this is, this comes to an end. We have had enough of this. We've had enough of this senseless killing. We've had enough of this senseless harassment. We've had ladies that were sexually abused by staff officers. You know, we don't want to. Go. The, the stories are or they are horrific. They are terrible. We don't want to hear of it. So that's our take. We want this to end. We want this to come to an end. Federal government. We've been hearing stories of uh, we are going to reform staff. We're going to change change from staff to F staff, and oh, nothing has changed. And we want concrete steps to be taken, and this type of institution should be proscribed, and and then look for a way to reform the police as an institution so that they can better serve the proposal which they created at first. That's my take. The struggle continues. The protest is on. The voice and the message is clear. Staff must go, and the brutality of police force in Nigeria must come to an end. This could be our own Arab awakening. We deserve good governance. We've been quiet for too long, and the conspiracy of silence is still the campaign Nigeria Jalop still champions. I remain one of the Jones and got this year from Nigeria Jalop Stories podcast. Going on the feed to join my brothers and sisters in protest. One voice, one message, one nation. God bless you.